Hello, hello, everybody. Hey, good morning. This is Jotham. This is Obi. This is OJ in the morning. Episode, episode 11? Episode 11. Episode 11. This is like the, what, the fourth time we've tried recording this episode? Yeah. It's been so, rough. Yeah, it's been, it's been a struggle. It sounds good right now. Hopefully. Hopefully it works this time. Hopefully it stays sounding good. Yeah. But yeah. Um, dude, this past weekend, at least the last few days, I've been pretty busy for you guys, eh? Yeah. yeah. Been some serious, uh, some engagements, eh? Some engagements, bro. Got some friends getting engaged. That's crazy, man. It is crazy. Like, I think ha- like one couple like we saw coming, and then we both knew that was coming pretty soon. Yeah. The other one, I, I was like, I didn't know that was happening. I had, but, yeah, I, I, I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, today. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was funny. But, yeah, it was like both in the same day, right? Yeah, in the same, 20, in the same 24 hours, bro. Yeah, I bet they both were like kind of hoping that it was going to be like a less busy day. So nobody else was going to have anything serious going on. So they both planned to <laughs> propose on that day, and they both proposed on the same day. It was like, oh, shoot, okay. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a busy summer for weddings. I know that much. Summer weddings. Yeah. I'm getting engagement fever, bro. Ah, I bet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man's ready. I'm ready. Man's ready to put that ring on the finger, eh? Put the ring on the finger. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I can be Canadian, man. I can go over and I can fit right in, bro. Bro, come, come to Ontario, dude. Ontario, eh? Time to come to Ontario, eh? They sound like they're from Boston. They're like a hood, Boston. <laughs> That's like actually like. That's pretty accurate. Like the Toronto accent could probably be <laughs> described just like that. A hood Boston. <laughs> <laughs> that kills me. That kills me. But yeah, this week uh, we're going to be talking about ethnicity and race and like the role it plays in both of our lives. Because you want to tell everybody like your, your background? Yeah, I'm I'm Salvadorian. Mm-hmm. So country in El Salvador or the country of El Salvador. Um and Central Central America. So that little strip of strip of that little strip right got, goes right between North America and into uh South America. Mm. Kind of like a little pocket right there. And um you know, Guatemala Nicaragua, Belize, Honduras—they're all right there in that little, little, little uh, section right there. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm from, man. That's where—well, that's not where I'm from, but that's where my my parents are from. You know, yeah. My Parents—they came over trying to find a better life, and uh, I'm a product of a better life, you know. <laughs> yeah. So here I am, and uh, I I was born here in Portland. I was born here in Portland. Mm. Um. I was raised in Eastern Oregon, USA, and 
Yeah, man, I, I've been blessed to, to have uh, some some cult, culture in my family and, like, some mm-hmm. different culture, different foods. Let me tell you, the food is way better. And, uh, <laughs> like, different, you know, just have different experiences, learning American culture, learning my culture. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's been a blessing, first of all. Let's just acknowledge that. Like, it's been a blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I joke them. I would. I would think you agree. Like you, you're blessed to be who you are, right? Yeah. So, first of all, like it's it's a blessing, man. So, mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, my uh, my background. Um, I'm I'm mixed. So my right. father is black. He's African Canadian, and my mother is Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother was born. In Canada, my, my, both my mom and my dad were born in Canada, but my mom's parents are immigrants. They were, they came here from Italy, and um, my grand, my 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 dad and his family had been in Canada for uh, centuries because my um, my dad's family came over to Canada from the U.S. because they were they were slaves and sought freedom and, and came to Canada and have been been here ever since so like my family name wow. my family name is in the book of negroes and if you're unsure wow. what the book of negroes is it's um it's a book of a lot of names being recorded of negroes who were leaving um america to come to canada for uh for seeking freedom um so yeah my family name is in there so that's pretty sick wow yeah is but, it like a is this book still around like what um yes I believe so. I'm not sure where it is or like where I think there are like copies of it. Um, but I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure on all the details. I just know that much. (laughs) Okay. But, um, yeah, being, being, uh, of mixed heritage is, um, it is a privilege and it is unique. I, I can't see myself being anything other than mixed. Uh, but being mixed has also come with its fair share of challenges. And for sure. Um, it's definitely caused like confusion sometimes with identity, not really knowing who you are and not knowing who you're supposed to be. You know, you yeah. grow up, you're kind of like, you're kind of told different things, you know, from media, from friends, from even like your own thoughts telling you what you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and just not being really sure like where to fit in. Like cause you don't really fit in either box. Like I can't fit fully into the black box. I can't fit into the white box. So it's just kind of like, okay, then what the heck am I, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, that's been a journey that God has been faithful through and he's what kind shown. Of... Yeah. 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 No, finish your last thought. Finish your last thought. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a journey that God's been faithful through and he's been, He's guided me through identity and taught me who I am, taught me who he made me to be in that above everything else that I'm his child. And that's what matters the most. Mm. I just had this question real quick. It just popped into my head. Yeah, go ahead. What, what kind of food do you eat at your house, man? <laughs> um, well, like just like normal food, I guess. Right. Cause like we're just, you know, just normal stuff. Like, What's normal food to you? Ah oh, man, I don't know. Like Canadian, just normal food. You know, like what most people eat. Like what everybody else eats. Okay. I think just like my mom 
because she's Italian, we have like Italian food pretty often. Okay. Like we have pasta probably more than the average family. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, like lasagna and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but you know, this is because my mom's Italian and stuff. But other than that, like we don't have anything out of the, the ordinary. We don't have anything that's unusual or okay. like. Yeah. All right. Do she cook good food, man? Bro, Does my mom want- is the my mom is the best cook I know. That excites me. Bro, one of the things when I came to uh, to college mm. and having the cafeteria food, love the cafeteria food, dude. It got me through two years. Cannot complain. Cannot but complain, bro. bro. Can't complain. But yo, when I tried their lasagna and their pasta, bro, I was like, yo, what is this? <laughs> I was like, yo, this is not this is not what it's supposed to be. But <laughs> bro, it was still it was a blessing and it was food, so I can't complain. I actually love the lasagna, man. You haven't tried. I love the lasagna here. You have not tried real lasagna. Okay, well, I okay, well, the lasagna I've tried, I love, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Garfield. Yeah. Oh, Garfield. <laughs> yeah. Garfield, man. I love that cat. What a guy. What a guy. But for you, like, how has how has your ethnicity and your background affected, like, your outlook on life and just your perspectives in general? Yeah, it, it's a, definitely, for sure, it's affected a lot just how I think through and process things. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I grew up in a, a Salvadorian household in America, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... Like I grew up thinking like a Salvadorian, but then I grew up in the culture of an Amer- of like America, you know. Mm. And so, just the way I think about things may be a little bit different than like a full on, like a like a white person might, you know. Yeah. Or, and so, like I'll I'll think through things differently. I would assume also because I learned Spanish first. I, I don't know if that plays a part into it. But I learned Spanish, you know, and then I grew grew up and I had to learn English. Um, I think I kind of learned them at the same time, too, as well. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, man, it's just like, I have to, I think through a, like, my, my my mentality is like a Salvadoran, you know? Yeah. Like the the parent, my parents' influence on me, you know, and, and my family's influence on me that they had growing up. Um. It's like that's the way I think about them. Is how okay you think like your family does, or you think like your dad does, or or whatsoever, yeah. and and so, which he's not from here, you know, he's from El Salvador, and mm-hmm. so or my both my parents are, and so it's like okay, I think through one lens, but then I got to look through another lens of like here's where I am, you know, in America, yeah. and also growing up too in the school, you know, like. The, the I was the minority in my school, you know. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, we have a lot more Hispanics here than, or in my school than I, I, I thought we did. I thought we had more Hispanics and Latinos in my room, or my room, my uh, my school, mm-hmm. growing up, and I mean we still had less than the majority. Like we're still the minority, but I, I didn't feel like completely like I was the only one, you know. Right. But um, that was cool having that there. And but talking to like my other Americans and other people around, I'm like, wow, I'm really 
you can you you know that there's a difference there. It's like, yeah. oh, there's yeah, I'm different than they are. You know? Mm. Um but how do you do how do you go about or how do you um how is how are you affected? That's what I wanna say. Um I think I just am able to see all different sides better. Just the fact that mm-hmm. I have a black father and a white mother and I've been able to have the privilege to take from both of their experiences. Yeah. And they both have taught me, you know, like just how to see people who are different from me, how to see the world. Like my dad, like (laughs) ever since I was a kid, like my dad would make us watch, not make us, but like he would watch movies and about like race and about like racism and stuff like in the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. And there was one movie like called Ruby Bridges. She was like the first black girl, very young. She was like, I don't know what grade she was in, but she was super young. Mm-hmm. And she was like the first girl to go to like an all white school, essentially. She was black. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like when integration was becoming a thing. I, that was like the earliest movie I can remember about racism that I watched. And I remember being young and watching it and being just kind of like, there was like a disconnect. Like I just didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand why people were so angry at this girl was going to a school. Mm. I was like, I couldn't put two and two together. I didn't even know that I played a role in that in a way. I didn't, I didn't see myself in that situation. And then growing up, you know, I just never saw myself as being a person of color. I was just, I was just Jotham. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't think I was black. I didn't think I was white. I was just who I was. Yeah. And then, I remember the first time, like, I was told I was black. Like, a friend was like, oh, because you're black, you know, you do this, this, and this. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I remember just being so, like, taken back by it. And wow. being so confused by it. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, going home and just kind of, like, thinking it over and being like, wait, am, am I black? Like, <laughs> it, sounds so, <laughs> it sounds so funny now to say it like that. Like, am I black? But I was so young, I just didn't understand. Like, yeah. like you saw black people, but you just never thought, like, oh, I'm like you. You know, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just what I am. Because I had a white mom, I didn't understand different things. Right. And then, like, oh, like, people see me as being a black man. And that led me down a whole path. Like, I told you earlier, just about being, like confused and uncertain about my identity and who I was. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were telling me like I wasn't black enough. Other people were telling me that I'm, you know, I'm, I can't be white cause I'm not like mm-hmm. fully white. And this caused like, a lot of confusion and right. having my dad in my life has been a huge blessing just because I've had that guiding voice that a lot of young men don't have. Right even young black men, like I know it's a stereotype that, you know, black dads don't stick around, mm-hmm. but to have my father who is black be there and help guide me through how I see myself and how I see race and how I see ethnicity and learn from his experiences. Cause my dad has been through 10 times worse than I have. So he's been called like the N word his entire life. He's, he grew up in Germany for a while cause his dad was in the army and wow. he was the, only black person you can imagine in flipping white germany like being <laughs> a little black kid what he went through yeah um wow. and got to learn from that and understand how he's become forgiving towards you know people who have treated him wrongly and how he's now able to be in 
any circle of people, like whether it's black circles or in white circles or, you know, you name it, he's just able just to be himself because he's confident who God made him. Mm -hmm. And then have him kind of teach me how to see myself Mm -hmm. as a mixed person to now be, you know, now I'm an adult, I'm 23 years old. I still have moments where I get confused, but I'm a lot more sure of who I am as a man that I don't have to worry about trying to be the the token black guy. I don't have to worry about trying to be, you know, more Italian or like tone things down or be more of one thing just to be who I am and let God Mm -hmm. take control of that. I remember like one time when I was, I think it was in high school, might've been like middle, middle school. But I remember I was, I was dressed a certain way I didn't like, and I was going to church and I remember like saying like, man, I feel like I'm dressing like I'm white to my sister my sister like chewed me out she was like what the frick are you talking about <laughs> like dressing like you're white and my dad pulled me aside that night and was just kind of like how dare you say that because you're dressing appropriately and you're dressing like you have some common sense that you're dressing like a white person mm-hmm. like like how are black what do you think black people are supposed to dress like like with your pants hanging down your butt and like Mm-hmm. you know oversized shirts and whatever and he was just kind of like who you are is who you are because that's who god made you mm-hmm. and you don't have to try to be anything else mm-hmm. so wow yeah just like my outlook i guess on race is a little different now because yeah. i'm mixed and because i grew up with who i grew up with and now being mixed it helps me be able to understand different perspectives so i'm trying to better understand you know the outcry of black Americans and what they've been going through for centuries now and understanding the white perspective who a lot of white people grew up kind of removed from racism in a way that they don't really think like, why am I now responsible for what's happened hundreds of years ago and understanding their perspective on, on race and and all that kind of stuff. So being mixed and growing up the way I've grown up has yeah, a blessing to help me understand every side and try to better unite rather than keep separate. For sure. Yeah. I think... But a question for you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. No, I was just going to add to what you said. Like, there's there's a certain point. You know, I grew up, same like you, like, thinking, you know, naive. Everybody loves, you know, everybody. And Jesus loves everyone. And so, <laughs> therefore, everyone loves each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... It's like you get to you come to a certain point when you when you kind of realize, like I said, like okay, there's a there is something different here, you know, like there's where where you hit where it hits you, and it's mm. like, oh, I'm a minority, you know, yeah, or, or oh, they think I'm less, or oh, I or you start thinking about yourself, like oh, I may not be. Like I'm less than they are, yeah. Or, you know what I mean. And I've 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 thought those things too. Like, like oh, cause he's and I've I've like hey, I've done it. I've done it the opposite way, where like oh, he's privileged because he's white, mm-hmm. or he's whatever because he's white. You know. Yeah. And so, and like I'm sorry about I'm sorry about that too. That's we gotta do better on on our part as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like we gotta do better on our part. Absolutely. Um, but there is a, a moment where you start to realize, like, even on movies and show, the media, everything, you know, like the black guy, it's a joke, like the black guy dies first, you know, or something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> like, 
or, or the one black guy died first, you know, or the one, yeah. the Hispanic is just there because he's, you know, funny or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just, you start realizing it's like, whoa, there's a certain trend here. Like, there's a, this is, that's mm. a trend going on here. And, and like, where's, can, can you paint the good side? You know, can you, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's rough. But what were you going to ask me? Yeah, I was going to ask you. <clears throat> like what your opinion is on like race relations in your country it's kind of like in the u.s like i know like this past year um like racism has kind of been a like a, a focal point like people have talked a lot about everything because of like george floyd and yeah uh the different mm-hmm. things that have taken place even after that mm-hmm. but just your opinion like even like removed from that just in your perspective and what you've experienced and even just what you've um scene like what do you think mm-hmm. honestly Man, it's, like, yeah it's it's so i live in i live in portland right yeah and you weren't here during that time were you you were during the whole no 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 i wasn't no. okay dude it's been wild man like you go down you go through downtown portland if you go through through downtown portland today jotham it will you'll be like what the heck happened here for real because you drive through downtown it doesn't look like it did. Like it never. It was never like super pretty, you know. Yeah. It was a little bit dirty and whatever. But like <laughs> you drive, you drive through downtown Portland today, man, and it's like everywhere you go is boarded up. Everywhere you go, it's like there's graffiti everywhere. There's there's um there's what is it? The spray spray paint. They've been painting everywhere. There's like paintings everywhere. Um, it looks like. It looks like there's been some kind of, like, chaos, it just feels like, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened, you know? And it's it's crazy. Like, I've been part of the... I've gone to riots, or not the riots. I've gone to, like, the protests before mm-hmm. they were riot before they became riots. You know, I, di- I dipped out before it got too bad, but... Yeah. Right, I was, it was getting bad. I was like, okay, we need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got tear gas, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, and so Dang. I was there. They were throwing tear gas, like the cops were throwing tear gas. And I was at a good distance away, right? I was at a good distance away, just observing. You know, I was just, I was there. Mm. I was low key just there to like see what all the like the noise was about, you know? Yeah. But um, and I was like, nah, like we're a good distance. It won't come over here. And then sure enough, it just the wind just like blew it to our face. It was horrible, man. It was horrible. Jeez. But um. I threw up all over my shirt. And no. <laughs> and oh, I threw no. like we we were driving off. We got in the car and we were all like dying in the car. We we're like <gasps> like trying to breathe. And I was like drive, drive. I like couldn't breathe. I was like drive, drive. And so my buddy starts driving. As soon as we like get to like out of the tear gas, I pull down the window, and I'm like, and I I stick my head out and I throw up. I'm like, <gasps> and I threw and the wind like. With the wind and everything, just threw up all over the side of his car. Oh. <laughs> but, that's, oh, <laughs> but that's that's neither here nor there. But the point is, like, it's been crazy. And like being in in the in one of the cities where it has they've been like protesting so long, they've been rioting so long, they've been all this, mm. you know, a city where they're trying to make their voice heard. Uh, it, it's been first of all, it's been crazy to be a part of it. It's just like. Cause I get to see it firsthand, you know. Like I'm, I'm yeah. seeing like, like part of it, like firsthand. I'm the cops and and everything. Like, um, first of all, what I do think is, um, 
obviously, and people have said this before, like, it's not an issue of, it, it, it's not like a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a sin issue, right? Yeah. Um, and the sin of just, uh, of being selfish, it's just selfishness, selfishness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, a selfishness and pride is the two things that we're dealing with here, I feel like. Um, which kind of go hand in hand, right? And so, of like people only caring about themselves and therefore mm-hmm. only caring about, you know, people that look like them um, and not wanting to, first of all, uh, and we were talking about as relational. What was the relational? What was your question? The relational something. So it's kind of like, I got like how like race relations in your country like what are your perspective on like how races are is yeah. playing a part yeah. well because because here's the thing and it's an issue because you you don't know what you're doing like jesus he jesus was like father forgive them because they don't know what they're doing like some people mm. people think that they're in the right you know yeah calling other people names you know derogatory names people thinking that they're superior or what, and then bringing other people down and not caring about others. Like they think they're in the right, you know, mm-hmm. like they don't know what they're doing, you know? And so, um, I, it's ultimately, it's a sin issue and it's, I think it's something that needs to be dealt with and it's being dealt with. Obviously it's being brought to the light. And I think that the, a lot of, you know, young people have been doing a good job of bringing it to the light and, you know, and I, I think, first of all, this whole movement that we're going on, I think it's a good thing. I'm, I'm all for it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not about like the more, you know, crazy rioting, and like the breaking down buildings and what, what, uh, what not. I'm, I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. I'm about the peacefulness, you know, and trying to get your voice taken. Because, but, I think we've done like, for the most part, we've done a pretty good job of of just trying to get our voice out there and make it heard that this is an issue we need to bring up. Right. Even, Mm -hmm. even like you think about the church in a church setting, like Jesus says in Matthew 18, um, talking about like when people sin, like you got to bring it up, you know, like you got to bring it up to the light and talk to people and get the conversation going. Right. Mm. And so we're getting the conversation going. We're talking to people. And I feel like, um, like I said, they, they sit because they don't know. And I feel like once we know and once we talk and have those conversations um, of like, who are you? Who am I? And how can we get along? How can we, you know, get together? How can we talk? How can we build a relationship? Like, you'll start to realize people, they'll start to know like, okay, yeah, they're not so different than I am, you know? Mm-hmm. And they have the same problems, same struggles, same, you know. Oh, just as much as I do. And, you know, there's something that, there's some stuff that we, we might be similar in, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I'm, I feel like we've, we've, we've been doing a pretty good job of trying to get that voice heard and get the ball rolling, but we need to keep having those conversations, man. We need to keep yeah. being educated, keep learning, keep growing. And actually there's a thing that I heard uh, this week. Oh, what, what did that? I remember where I said, but it says, the more you know, the more you grow. And so, yeah, yeah. And I've been, I've been t- saying that 
almost every day. You know, the more you know, the more you grow. Mm. And so I want to learn more about my people, learn more about your people, other people's people, and just <laughs> grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like... is cool because I recently, I just made this new friend from Pakistan. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And, and, and he's been telling me all about Pakistan and, and so forth. He's from, I've never met anyone from Pakistan, bro. And this is my that's first, crazy. this is my first, I got, I was, he was at, he's new at work and he came here five years ago from Pakistan. Um, cause his life was in danger because yeah. like of all the craziness there is with the ISIS and the terrorist groups and stuff like that. So they came to the United States and I've been talking to him, man. And cause I was able to train him his first two days and I was working with him the other day and like, Bro, he he's a really good, awesome guy, man. Mm. And we've been talking. I've been learning about all this stuff that you know, his culture and the people there, and like, when when you take the chance to get to know someone, you're like, man, like yo, yo I I don't ever think you'll regret taking the time to get to know someone, you know? Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm thankful that I got to meet him because I've never I've met like I said I've never met someone from Pakistan before. But here he is, and I'm like, I'm learning from him. I'm talking to him, having a conversation. And it's been fun, man. It's been really a blessing. Mm. Dude, that's dope. What about you? That's so true. But, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, yeah, I've grown up, you know, just knowing about racism and, you know, being educated on it and and trying to understand it as best I can. I know I can still grow, and I know I can still better understand things. Mm. Um. But I would be lying if I were to say there has not been progress uh, mm. or to say that things haven't gotten better. You know, just mm. the fact that, you know, my parents can be married or that, you know, like right now, like interracial marriage is like booming right now. Like there's so many people of different cultures and races and ethnicities coming together. And what is the most important or powerful union mm. that a person can have, which is marriage? You know what I mean? Come on. Um, so it's getting better and I'm glad that we're moving forward and I'm glad that people are acknowledging our differences and wanting to learn and wanting to understand better rather than to just live okay with our own little bubbles and to be okay with just knowing what we do already know rather than learning anything new. Yeah. Um, and being willing to be uncomfortable Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it is uncomfortable to talk about ethnicity and the roles it plays in people's lives and how it affects different people differently. Um, but again, I do think that there is still work to be done and we can still grow. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also think that um, I, I, this is going to sound super depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still not like a hundred percent sure if I'm like, I fully agree with what I'm about to say yet. I'm just, this has been a thought I've had over this last year. Mm. And it's that I really don't think that racism will ever completely go away. Oh, I don't, I don't think so either. You know, I think because it's not just an American issue or a Canadian issue. It's a, it's a worldwide issue. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Worldwide. Human, human issue. Yeah. Worldwide. This happens not only just here, Mm-hmm. It happens in India. It happens in Africa. It happens, like even yeah. in, the, in Uganda, where I've been. Like everyone's black there, but it's tribalism. Like there's this kind of like, oh, this tribe doesn't like this tribe. 
Mm-hmm. And like there's like fighting and there's like a lot of disputes and hate and it's like mm-hmm. you guys look the same, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're from the same country, same color skin, but because you're from a different tribe, you don't like each other. It's like what? Mm-hmm. And this happened throughout history. You go throughout human history. There's been slavery. Right. There's been racism. There's been hatred. There's been wars start just because of mm-hmm. you look different from me and I just don't like you. And now we're just gonna fight and kill each other for no reason. It's just mm-hmm. like what? So it's happened throughout history. Yeah, and the, what I think got gonna know is that like the racism here isn't even as bad as other countries man dude it's not like it's people not. are and i'm not like trying to downplay anything that goes on here but like the, the, it's real man like people in other countries are st- are being killed for their race you know like people are mm. still they're being prosecuted for their for the color of their skin or for where they're from and things like that of that nature and it's like it is so much worse some other, in another place. So I'm obviously I'm thankful to be in America, where at least you know I have some privileges, and I'm not being mm. people aren't really trying to kill me, you know. Mm. But it's, and it's still so much worse in other other nations too, man. Other places. Yeah. yeah. And, Again, like like you said, I, like we don't want to downplay what's happening in America because yeah. people have died. Oh, for sure. For even sure. this past year, because of you know being yeah being black and then like police officers not yeah. using any kind of wisdom. But like this is something that's happening on. Like daily, yeah. Like daily. yeah, like we hear in America, we hear about it like maybe once a year, or twice yeah. a year. We, yeah, there are probably stories we don't recognize or stories that we don't hear. Uh-huh. But you go to other countries, like there are people like dying every day by mm-hmm. the, the thousands or the hundreds mm-hmm. simply because of their race. Like in China, um, like Middle Eastern Muslims are being killed. Like it's like concentration camps happening mm-hmm. in China, and you don't hear about that at all in the news. Um, there, I can, I don't even know any country you can think of. There's worse racism going on than in America. America is probably the most progressive in that area in terms of race than any other country in the world, like in North America, I mean, so I know there are issues. Those issues need to be dealt with now because things are Mm -hmm. good. Doesn't mean they can't be better, but I think we also do need to understand, Hey, the fact that I can live my life without constant fear that I'm going to be killed by like some random mob coming at my house. You know, that's a huge blessing. There are still issues they need to be dealt with. And there are people Mm -hmm. that are still living in fear that we want to make sure that we're dealing with that properly. Um, You said the last thing you said was constant fear and then you cut out. So you say that. Yeah. um, Yeah. Just, um, it's a privilege to not have to live in like a consistent okay. yeah. fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of my race being something that mm-hmm. can get me killed. Um, I know for some, they do live in that fear. There are people who do live in fear because man, you get pulled over by a cop. You're always wondering like, man, am I going to get yeah. killed by this cop right now? And that's a fear that a lot of people have. And we want to do mm-hmm. the best we can to fix that problem so that there is no more fear and that there is not even, there's, it's not even a thought in people's minds, man, this cop is going to kill me. We should want to create, like, do things better, and mm-hmm. that would not be an issue. And I know that might take some time, but yeah, that's something we need to fix. Um, I forget where I was going, to be honest. But things, yeah, I think what I was trying to say was that things have, are not as bad as they were, not as bad as they could be, and we have to be able to recognize that. Because I feel like a lot of people have... At least, like, on one side, people are against the whole Black Lives Matter movement, and people are against um, 
what's being said about ethnicity because they, from their perspective, they see how much better things are compared to what they were and what they could be mm-hmm. when they look at like other countries. And like, there's almost like this sense of like, we don't even know how yeah. good we have it right now. You know what I mean? And I acknowledge that things are great and they things have gotten so much mm. better compared to what they were, but there's still room to grow. And they're like you said, you know, mm. the more, you know, the more you grow and there's room to grow. There's room to, for trade, for change. Yeah. And there's room for progress. So let's continue to yeah. go in that direction, but still acknowledging mm-hmm. how far we've already come. Come on, brother. And, oh. uh, yeah, I think you just, like you said, it's, it's a human, it's a human issue. It's a sin issue. And, Obviously, sin um, is always going to be there until the good Lord comes back for his people. And so I think it's just a matter of, first of all, and we're going to, I think we're going to wrap up here soon. But I think it's just a matter of, first of all, like the church, Mm. we got to stay. Oh, yep. The church, we got to stay praying. (laughs) The church needs to be active. Yeah, I feel like the church needs to go out and be kind of the forefront and like setting mm. the tone, setting the pace of like, no, we're praying for our people. We're we're coming together for a cause. Mm. We're being united together, and we're we're gonna do better. You know? Yeah. And so I think it's a matter of yeah. Let's get together. I, let's pray. Let's uh, let's be open. Let's have the con- let's have those conversations. Let's get to know people. Let's get out of our comfort zone. Um, and and let's get uncomfortable. Let's get uncomfortable. Yeah. Let's get uncomfortable. Yeah. Just to finish off, like I, I remember, I remember where I was mm-hmm. going with my thought <laughs> about like how like I don't think racism mm-hmm. will ever go away in the world. But I, even though I don't think it'll ever be gone from the world i do believe that the church it will be gone that racism will have no place in the church because i believe that god is that jesus is returning for a spotless bride without wrinkle without stain and i believe that racism will be gone from the church and that the church will be the example for unity and for oneness among Mm. all ethnicities and all people groups and i know we're not there yet you know there's a saying that says like the most divided time of day is sunday service you know and that's true but i'm believing wow. that god will bring unity to his church and that church will be a place where all people exactly. are welcome come on brother come on I, I think that's a good way that's a good way to wrap it up joseph joseph if you have anything any other closing thoughts that Let's is see, it for me. Other, I do. Obviously, first of all, I'm just going to leave the, church, the guys or the girls, whoever's listening, um, with this is that, like I said, let's pray. Let's be active. Um, let's get uncomfortable. And let's go. Let's go learn. Let's go learn. So thank you, is everyone, there... for joining us today on OJ in the Morning. OJ in the morning, 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 morning. OJ in the morning. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys. We'll see you all again soon. Yes, sir.